Hello and welcome to Mind Body Yay. Thank you for joining me. This is the place to come to put the yay back into your mind and body. I am Kate Zukas and I am your host for this podcast. I am a mindfulness and self-care coach and yoga and meditation teacher. I am also the founder of katezukasco.com. I'm a busy mum and a big mental health advocate. I am so excited to be here. The purpose of Mind Body Yay is to provide awareness, education, and practices to help nourish your mind, body, and soul. So let's get those positive vibes flowing and get started with today's podcast. Well, today I think it's getting to that time of year. So it's August at the time that I'm recording this podcast. And I think. Sometimes I don't know about you, but it gets to this time of year and you've still got a lot to do (laughs) before the end of year. And I know sometimes that can get overwhelming and also a little bit draining as well. And so I thought today's podcast, I'm going to give you some practical mental health boosters So October, so we're leading up to October as well with Mental Health Month. So I thought this is a really nice lead in to help prepare yourselves and to help nourish and nurture your mental health. So I've got 10 boosters today that I want to talk you through that will all help you put your yay back into your mind and body. So if you are feeling a little bit flat, or if you just feel like you just need that boost of energy, these 10 tips will help guide you. So please use these uh, and take what you want from them as well. And I also find with some of these, adapt them as well to your personal lifestyle. I know in a lot of the coaching sessions I do, we are all in different seasons of our life. So make sure that you adapt these as to your season of life that you're going through. And I say that and it's something that I'm really passionate about because sometimes we can really set our expectations for self-care or you know what we should do in general for our well-being just based on unrealistic expectations. And we're looking at different people or Instagram stars and everyone looks fabulous. Everyone looks happy. And, you know, you're there going, that is just so far from my reality. So I want you to take these 10 tips today and just put them just in alignment with where you're at in your life and with the season of life you are going in. So you could be a newborn parent, which is always such a hard phase. Uh, You could be going through a breakup or a challenging um, phase of your life. Um, You could be caring um, for someone, caring for a parent as well. So there's lots of different stages we go through and sometimes we're more time poor uh, than others. And sometimes we just have to Um, focus on others as well. So especially I'm thinking about anyone with kids and um, anyone caring for anyone as well. So make sure you are putting that lens. And as we go through, I will give you just some tips from what you can do, particularly if you are busy and burnt out. 
now? What are some things that you can do? And firstly, before I get into these top 10, I also want to say, and I know I say this with on my self-care checklist, um, as well as my courses, make sure that you are also speaking to your doctor about your mental health. So there is so much help available now. And my daughter actually came home yesterday uh, saying, oh, all my friends have therapists. When am I getting one? And um, I was actually like, it's, it was one of those things that I went, you know what, I'm, I'm really proud of that as a comment because we're really breaking down that stigma of what therapy means. Um, and I know when I was growing up, um, there was a stigma attached or you wouldn't talk about it, but it is just, um, just a lot more normal to talk about this. And then we're raising our kids to know that this is normal um, and this is what we need to do to look after ourselves. And this is a part of our well-being um, and part of our well-being routine. So um, that is something that is really interesting. But I do want to just flag that, you know, if you are feeling down, um, if you do need some mental health support, make sure you are speaking to your GP or to your therapist um, or your psychologist. I am a, a coach. So I'm a mindfulness coach. I am a self-care coach and I am a yoga teacher. So um, I am not a therapist. So I do want to put that out there when I talk about mental health as well. Um, and it is always something to do to make sure when you talk to your GP about your physical health, you are also talking about your mental health because it has such an impact on your overall well-being. Um, so invest in yourself. So that is one of the big things I always tell people to put on your to-do list. Make sure you keep your doctor's appointments. All right, let's get into these mental health boosters and some practical things that you can do to really focus on putting that yay back into your mind and body. So number one is get out in nature. So spending time in nature is so good for your soul. Uh, and wherever you are, if that means that you are lucky to live by the ocean, uh, make sure that you are feeling that beautiful ocean vibes, um, that salt water is so good to cleanse you uh, and bring you into that present moment. Um, whether you live in the country um, and you've got lots of trees or you can go forest bathing, which is something that I do love to do. We have a little, um, just a very tiny little rainforest area uh, near us. And I love to go walking through there uh, because it really does um, just invite that beautiful oxygen and fresh green energy into your lungs. And it is absolutely beautiful. Um, and so Otherwise, there's also gardening as well. So if you've got a little garden, getting some, some, you know, getting that green thumb out is really good for your soul. So getting out in nature, that is something that is so good for you. The other thing you can do, and I know we've got a, I just had a full moon and we are coming up to Lion's Gate portal on the 8th of the 8th. But the other thing that you can do is go out in the moonlight, um, look at the stars, um, I've always found it so grounding to look up at the stars, look into space, and I'm obsessed with space. So um, I always just love looking at the stars, looking at the moon, and I just find, you know, inviting that beautiful energy into you. So get out in nature is my number one. That is something that you can do and in bite-sized bits too. So no matter what, 
um, season of life you're in, you can go spend a little bit of time in nature, going for a walk, seeing if you can go to the beach, seeing if you can get out um, there and bathe under that beautiful moonlight. So there's some things that you can do in some bite-sized bits, getting out in nature. Uh, number two I have here is focus on gratitude. Uh, have an attitude of gratitude, as Dr. John Demartini would say. Uh, he was one of my first uh, coaches or spiritual coaches, self-development coaches. And um, gratitude and really learning to be grateful for, for what you have. I find with gratitude, it is a great mood booster. Uh, it's also, if you're in a bad mood, um, focusing on gratitude, you know, being aware that you're in a bad mood and then flipping that um, by focusing on what you are grateful for is a, is a great mood booster for you. Um, and with gratitude, it is a magnet. So gratitude, the more you are grateful for things, the more you're going to have to be grateful for. So when you start inviting and expanding by using gratitude, um, it is one of the ultimate uh, feelings and emotions that you can do to really help your mental health as well. So focusing on gratitude, um, that is one of the big things I know I first started doing. And you can do it by, you know, sitting in a meditation, uh, focusing on gratitude. You can think of three things you are grateful for when you wake up in the morning. So before you get out of bed, and I know that that's uh, Rhonda Byrne talks about this in The Secret as well as when she wakes up every morning, she focuses on gratitude. And with every step that she takes, when she gets out of bed, she says, thank you. So that is what she does in her morning ritual. So get your gratitude on because a, an attitude of gratitude uh, is can really uplift your mood and can really elevate your life. So that is really something that, um, you know, sometimes it's really hard to focus on gratitude. Uh, and if you flip it, I promise you, and you know, you flip the situation in you're in, focus on what you have rather than what you don't have. And gratitude uh, will just magnify and you will have so much more to be grateful for in your life. It is also a very grounding activity to do. Um, obviously, it invites the positive vibes into your life, uh, but it's a very grounding activity, which brings us to number three. So that is grounding yourself. So I think the first two, so getting out in nature is definitely an activity you can do to ground yourself. So when I say ground yourself, I'm talking about let's draw that energy that is normally swept up in our heads and let's ground that into our bodies. So a lot of us work in jobs that are um, mentally draining, emotionally draining, intellectually draining. And we can really get caught up in just that intellectual thinking all the time. So our bodies are crying out for uh, us to ground ourselves so we can balance that energy between our head 
and our bodies. So we're trying to get that energy from our head right down to our toes. So walking out on grass is a great thing to do. Um, going to the beach and ocean, which I mentioned before, is another great grounding activity. And there's a reason why you always feel good when you're at the beach, right? There's always a reason why you feel good. Um, it is grounding. But other things you can do. So one of the things that I do now, and it's a habit that I started this year, uh, and this is something that anyone can do in your shower. So I have, and I've actually changed my routine. So I now have showers in the morning and I turn the last 30 seconds of the shower down to cold and it works wonders um, for just, just centering me, um, uplifting my mood. It just gives me that um, vibrancy um, first thing in the morning and that is definitely something that I've started to do and something that I actually if I forget because sometimes I get I get distracted and forget um, I really and that can really impacts me when I forget and I you know so that is something that I really am trying to do is the cold showers so I would highly recommend it and makes a huge difference to my mood um, the other things you can do to ground yourself with balancing your mind and your body um, and one thing that I do is having a bath, which I always feel is great. So having a bath in salt water. So magnesium is fantastic for you uh, and it is great to be absorbed through the skin. So get yourself um, a magnesium bath uh, if you can. And that is something that will really ground you. We all love that, that soothing um, salt water. Uh, so ground yourself in um, a bath, which is amazing for you. So there are just a few examples of what you can do to ground yourself. Um, and there's lots of other activities like yoga is a fantastic way to ground yourself. And I know for me, like sometimes I might be like, I don't know if I have 20 minutes to do yoga today and I invest in it and then I will feel amazing afterwards because I've really balanced um, all of those things that are going around in my head. Um, and drawing those down into my body and balancing that energy. So that is grounding yourself. All right, let's get on number four. So this is a huge one. Um, so practical way to boost your mental health is sometimes you just need to slow down. Sometimes you just need to rest, disconnect, listen um, to your body. And so when I say rest, rest without guilt as well. Rest without expectations. You don't need uh, all judgment um, on yourself for taking this time. So just give yourself permission to rest. And, you know, your mind and body, if you call, if that's screaming out for rest, listen to your body and rest. Um, sometimes you need a doona day. You know, sometimes you just need a doona day to get yourself back on track and have a bit of a rest. Um, you know, put on some essential oils, um, you know, read a book, listen to a podcast, um, rest, you know, whatever you need to do to rest. Um, that is something that is so, so good for us. And, you know, we don't give ourselves permission to rest. You know, a lot of the time it's we tell everyone else to go rest, look after yourselves. But when it comes to us, we don't. Um, and we don't take our own advice. So take that time to rest and to disconnect. Uh, I think that is the big one here. Just um, that me time back to you. 
Um, so following on from that, number six I have here is have a self-care day. And uh, when I say self-care, um, you know, you can just set that intention for you to have a self-care day. Um, and that can be, you know, do exercise, uh, go to a class, uh, go get a massage, go get a haircut, go to a sound healing session or a crystal healing session or, you know, something that you find um, is going to recharge you. And something that I do for my self-care days um, is I really love uh, infrared sauna, which I know I have spoken about a lot on a lot of my other podcasts, but an infrared sauna is amazing. And the other thing I love are those um, flotations as well um, in the magnesium um, pools. So, you know, a lot of these are all over the place now. So you can just find a local place to go have an infrared sauna or a float um, massage, like I mentioned, meditation, all of these set the intention to have a self-care day, go book in a few things um, and just focus on yourself. Uh, so I think that goes really nice with the rest um, that I mentioned before. And I think I said that was number six, but it wasn't. That was number five. Now I've got <laughs> number six um, is, you know, do something for fun. So bring back the fun in your life. What do you do for fun? And you may have to just take a minute to reflect on this question. So what do you do for fun? And I know I had to reflect on this question for myself because I think I just got so caught up in the busy of life that I forgot what fun looked like to me. And I had to sit for a while to go, what does fun look like anymore to me? And, you know, how do you, in, how do you spark that joy in your life? How do you get lost in that creativity uh, and in that flow? So this is, you know, doing something for fun or doing something that feeds your soul is so good for your well-being. It is so good to help you flourish in your life. And that's what, um, you know, there are many models out there to talk about flourishing. Um, but, you know, what do you do for fun? And, and just if you don't know, make sure you answer this question, you know, and make sure that you reflect on this question, journal this question and come up with two or three things that you like to do just for fun. It doesn't involve anyone else and it's something that you can do where you just focus on having so much fun yourself. So that is such a, a big one for your mental health and such a big practical booster that you can do. But we often just get lost in doing what we have to do to get through the day, let alone uh, penciling in those things uh, that we do for fun. So work out what you do for fun and then make sure you do it more often. So they're very two big secrets to successful self-care that I talk about and a great uh, mental health booster um, in my top 10 today. Um, all right, so let's keep going. We've got number seven. So no surprise, this one is meditation and breath work. So we know the stats around uh, meditation. Uh, we know the stats around the importance of being mindful. And, you know, so I think it takes, 
you know, 90 seconds or, or less from the time we, f- we feel an emotional response to something to when we actually start to spiral and that thought starts to spiral in our minds. So being mindful and aware helps us to create that space. So before we actually let that thought and that emotion run wild and create stories, we can catch it and then we can choose how we respond. So that is why mindfulness is so beneficial. Meditation and breath work are two tools that you can use and very practical tools that you can use to help you be more mindful, be more present and be more aware. So meditation is fantastic. There are so many meditation apps out there. I have got my meditations on Insight Timer. I've also got a yoga nidra on my website, katezukasco.com. And so there are meditations out there. And I've got a podcast on top meditations as well. Um, So make sure you download an app listen to a meditation even if you just listen to music even if you just go sit under a tree and just breathe you know that is meditation you don't have to silence your mind you can just observe what is going on in your mind and when you meditate just yeah observe without judgment observe without getting engaged and participating in your mind we are constantly those participants of our mind And it's really interesting when you can start to differentiate between am I participating in this or am I an observer of my mind? And meditation helps you to move from that participant into the observer. And breath work does the same thing. So I'm a huge fan of breath work. Uh, I find breath work a great tool, again, to help ground you. Um, But also it's just a great way for just moving that energy through your body. And often when we're stressed, we only breathe very shallow. We breathe very shallow and normally just into our upper chest. So just taking a few conscious, deep belly breaths can really draw that energy right down into our belly. And you can do it now as I'm talking as well. So take a few breaths in right down to your belly. And then exhaling out. And you may notice that the first few breaths that you try to breathe into your belly, you might feel a little bit stuck in your chest or they might not be as easy or as flowing as you would like. So just observe that as well. And then just keep taking a few breaths in. Down into your belly and then exhaling completely. And already after a few breaths, you'll just start to notice and start to observe. You just start to feel a little bit lighter. Your shoulders might relax a little bit. And just that breath and that oxygen in your body just starts to flow a little bit more freely in your body. That is what breathing exercises can do for you. I'm a huge fan of breath work. And again, I've got my breath work buddy course and it's the first course that I did go out with. And there is a reason why I did go out with it is it can really help your mental well-being. 
and physical well-being, but particularly, I know from me, from my experience and from being a busy working mum, breath work is amazing. Um, I also know I've done breath work for the last 10 years and it really helps you get through challenging phases of your life. It is a great tool that you can use to help your mental well-being and it is super practical as well. So, and that's why I chose um, my Breathwork Buddy course as my first course um, that I did for my mind-body courses. All right, so that is meditation and breathwork. So to, just to recap where we're at, get out in nature, focus on gratitude, ground yourself, rest, have a self-care day, do more to bring joy into your life. So bring on that joy and the fun in your life. And then number seven, we've got meditation and breath work. Um, So number eight, which almost sums up some of these things and sums up a lot of what I'm doing in this podcast, but get yourself a coach as well. Book in a coaching session. If this is not something that comes naturally to you, if you need help, with your self-care or if you need help with mindfulness or breath work, um, get yourself a coach. So I know I do a lot of private coaching sessions and the beauty of them is that we spend a bit of time in consultation um, so we're able to know where you're at um, as well. We're able to help you with your planning. We're able to help give you a plan that is for the season of life that you are in. And then we do a beautiful practice. So that is definitely something that is available to you as well. So, you know, there are life coaches everywhere. Having a life coaching conversation is so good for your health. It's about what you are creating in your life. And sometimes you do need to step away from all of that busyness and heaviness and and it's almost the noise of life and then start to look at what you're creating and a life coach can do that. A self-care coach can do that. Um, and, you know, that is just something that, that it's good to speak it out and to talk it out. And that is the beauty of coaches, um, which is something that is, is great and accessible for you to do as well. So that's just, you know, number eight, get yourself a coach. Number nine is get social. So, you know, we all know people can be so good for our our mental health, our emotional health, but make sure you are hanging with people that feel like sunshine. Make sure you are hanging with people that are good for your mental health. And that is a huge, huge, huge thing that you can do to really uplift and boost your mental well-being in a really practical way. Go for a coffee with a friend, call a friend, You know, just feel the joy of others, um, but just make sure you are doing that with people that are good vibes and feel like sunshine. Uh, But yeah, getting social is something that is really good. Join a club, a running club or something. Again, this comes back to what do you do for fun? Um, You know, and it could be something creative. It could be something you want to learn. Um, you know, and you know, I'm a lifelong learner. I love learning. And I also think that was fantastic doing my yoga teacher training, even though now that was more than 10 years ago, but it was great doing that training because I just opened me up to a whole new social network of people who were like-minded. Uh, and it still grows to this day, um, of people who, um, you know, are 
just got a very similar outlook on life um, to me. And that is something that I find amazing um, about getting social as well. And I'm quite introverted. So I like my, my introverted and time by myself, but I do notice you need that time to talk it out. Otherwise, things can go around in your own head. Talk it out with people. So there, that's number nine. And my last one is set intentions. So intentions and being and having an intentional life or an intentional day, an intentional week is really good for helping you focus, helping to ground your mind and helping you to just set that you know that you know kind of forward with what you want your day your week to look like Um, setting intentions is so good Um, I set intentions all the time Um, and affirmations as well I repeat affirmations I've got affirmations around my desk Um, so you know that's something that is Um, I think so grounding and when I say intention it can be something like I'm going to be more grateful today today I'm going to go with the flow today I am calm and centered you know I just just it can be whatever intention you want you know I'm going to have a peaceful week you know I use that one a lot I think the one I used this week was I'm taking it slow right I'm taking it slow And that is a great intention to be, right? So you can just have a think about what you want to invite into your life and then set that intention. And that does help to keep you focused, helps to just, I think, increases your awareness so you're not just being busy and burnt out all the time. Right, it increases your awareness that you can actually start to set your intention and helps you to be the creator and get you into that creator mindset. And something else you can do, which is similar along these lines, is uh, and what I did was I created a vision board. So I used Canva, but you can use PowerPoint, you know, and I just put pictures of all things I want to um, invite, everything that's on my vision board. Uh, I put that all good, put images um, all onto a page. Um, And then I uh, saved it and put it on as my desktop background. So every time I open my laptop, um, I've got my vision board there. So again, it's a bit of a mood lifter and, and it's something practical that you can do that you can see all the time. What it does is sometimes it just reminds me that this is what I'm working towards. Um, This is what I'm creating. And, and again, it lifts me up and gives me that fuel sometimes that I need. Um, but there you go. There's kind of my 10, 10 mental health boosters, very practical ways that you can put the yay back into your mind and body. So I did mention a few resources um, as I was going through this, if you do want to check them out. Um, and I do have on my website... Uh, that you can download is my self-care checklist. So you can go to katezukasco.com and download that. And I've also just launched recently my self-care success playbook. So that is my workbook for for self-care. 
um, that you can download as well. I've got those there. And as mentioned before, if you do want to know more about breath work and the benefits and give you the practices that you can do, I've got my Breathwork Buddy program on my website that you can read more about um, as well to see if that's something that does interest you. So in the lead up to this, we're in the second half of the year, but in the lead up to Mental Health Month, I just want us to be celebrating our mental health, investing in ourselves and normalizing how important it is to talk about mental health and how important it is for us to constantly be boosting our mental health. And this is 10 ways in this podcast, in this episode, that you can put that yay back into your mind and body in some very practical ways. Thank you for joining me in today's episode. It has been fantastic uh, doing this session with you and I will see you in the next episode. Thanks everyone. Bye.